0: Attention residents of the high desert, did you know that a Comic Con style event is coming to the San Bernardino Fairgrounds on February 8th, 2020? Other than being a host to celebrity signings, giveaways, and a cosplay contest, we want to open the doors to the local community of businesses and give you an opportunity to sell your wares. If you want to be part of the Jay Zomans Pop Culture Expo, contact Dave at 760-553-6906 or email him at pce at jazomon.com. That's pce at com. Or visit us online at www.jazomon's And now enjoy this free Jazomoncast show. <laughs> The World of MythBits. Hey everybody. Welcome to the World of MythBits. I am your host, Stephanie Barty, and Happy New Year! It is January twenty twenty. Woohoo! Excited. So what'd you guys all do for New Year's Eve? Me? I did nothing. I hung up my jammies with my hubby and he was playing his game, I was playing my game till about eleven o'clock. And then I tried um Live streaming the celebrations in Times Square because I've been watching Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve since I was old enough to be allowed to stay up on New Year's Eve. And even though I'm Canadian and there was a big celebration in Nathan Phillips Square in Toronto and they live streamed it, for me, watching Times Square, watching the ball drop in Times Square is a tradition. So, found the live stream on YouTube and we watched um we started watching i guess about 10 after 11 and i couldn't get it to stream on youtube and let me play my game at the same time so i had to give up my game for 40 minutes (laughs) oh and um we watched the ball drop did countdown did kiss and then shortly thereafter i do believe my husband and i went to bed because you know we're old (laughs) Uh, we did the you know sending everybody the text messages and all of that getting in touch with family most of them didn't get back to us um my sister and my brother-in-law we did we exchanged the happy new years at about 8 o'clock because that's when they went to bed but they have a hold on a minute my cat is climbing my cloak that's hanging on the back of my door that's what that banging in the background is that you can hear i was ignoring him and he didn't get to say his hello cj Come here. Hello. Hello. Siege. Hello. Hello. He's mad at me now because he didn't get to be in the opening, the intro. Oh, well. Sucks to be him. So, so how'd you guys all enjoy last week's episode? Um, He's still jumping at my door. That was a marathon one, wasn't it? Holy moly. But, uh, I've seen all the comments on Facebook. Thank you so much, you guys. It it really means a lot that you enjoy, um, listening to my magazine review and that, um, you like listening to my reviews of each story and everything. It means a lot to me and I appreciate it. And I do appreciate all the comments and the private messages and the emails, um, it means a lot, and I wanted to say thank you. It's the year of gratefulness. Uh, I, I don't make resolutions. I don't. Um, I've always looked at resolutions as they are made to be broken. I mean, part of the word resolution is resolute, which means you have resolved to do something. And usually you have resolved to do something you don't want to do. So you're more inclined to not do it, Therefore, breaking the resolution. See where I'm going with that. So I don't make resolutions. Um, I had a plan that I wanted to get into better shape, lose weight, eat healthier, and be healthier. So I started that um, way back. I mean, I started working out in that in the summer, and that was very sporadic. I wasn't doing the healthy eating. So I had no energy. I was still very sluggish, very lazy. (laughs) And I went to my sister's, um, in November and she had just had a baby three months ago. Now my sister is a skinny mini to begin with. So any amount of belly shows, and she is very body self-conscious, just like I am, but for two different reasons. Um, so she has been doing these exercises at home to help flatten her belly and tone her muscles again. And, uh, our, the women in our family have, um, a habit or not a habit, but they develop it almost to me, it almost looks like their neck kind of slides down the front of their chest and they end up with this curved neck and kind of a a hump, not like a hump, but you know, a curve to the upper part of the back. So she, we were doing um, exercises to straighten our posture and all of that. And I was eating healthy at my sister's because they do. And I decided, my doctor had told me a long time ago, cut out breads, cut out pastas. And I didn't listen. Even with my heart condition, I didn't listen. And I was diagnosed borderline diabetic and I can control it through my diet, which didn't listen. So when I was at my sister's, I thought, you know what, I'm not getting any younger. I want to look like I'm getting younger. I want to be in better shape. I was getting tired and winded and exhausted chasing my two-year-old nephew around. And I'm thinking, I have a two-year-old grandson and I have grandchildren that I want to be able to chase around the yard and climb trees with and, and all of that. So I started eating healthier at my sister's. I cut out breads for the most part. And I cut out pasta for the most part. I mean, if they had pasta at dinner, um, if I couldn't avoid it, if that was the main dish, then I would eat it, but eat very little of it. I started to notice a change almost immediately. And, um, when I started, I was about 240 pounds and, uh, today's weigh in, I am 202. I'm very proud. And I've noticed that, my body shape is changing, my stomach is flatter. Like, I do the exercises every day. And now I've added the um, get up dance. <laughs> I do that uh, at bedtime. and I've noticed a difference. My clothes definitely fit differently. I do I've lost inches and pounds. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and like I said I started this in November. So it wasn't like a New year's resolution. Where, you know, I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to lose weight. I was already doing it, so I'm just going to continue to do it into the new year. Um, and forward. So, yeah, that's kind of what, what I've been doing. Uh, kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there. Sorry about that. My focus right now is a little off. Um, I spent some quality time with my daughter earlier, so we had a giggle fit. And I'm also, leaving my mom is picking me up on wednesday and we should be leaving at the latest by saturday but um as soon as we have a day that has decent weather for us to drive any length of time we are out of here and i am florida bound i'm so excited you have no idea i have spent way too many winters here undone it's cold i don't like snow so I'm going to Florida, and I will be there until the 3rd of February, when I fly to California. Now flying, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm going to California, because on the 8th of February, is anybody who listens to my show, or has been listening to my show since even the end of the summer, will know I have been talking about PCE, Jason Mons Pop Culture Expo. I'm so excited! Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. And... The boss man did actually have um, housekeeping for me, so we will do that now. I just plugged PCE, because I don't need to plug it. I'm so excited to be going. Uh, I'm just... I'm, I'm saddened that some friends won't be coming after all, and I won't get to share that with them, but I'm also I'm excited that I'm going to be meeting new friends, um, and... It's going to be so much fun, and I'm going to get to hang out with the Mythmaster and I can guarantee you, at some point in time, there will be shenanigans. Um, also, something I'm very, very excited about is my book has now reached the level I can... I'm, I'm at pocketbook level now. So there will be... The pocketbook version is going to be launched at PCE, and will be available at PCE, and it has a completely redesigned cover on it. So it's a brand new cover. I'm not going to say any more than that because I don't want to give it away. I want it to be revealed. And it, it was done by an absolutely incredible artist. She, um, I told her what I had envisioned for the cover and she took the details that I gave her and what I told her and how I felt about why I wanted this particular Cover what it meant, um, and anybody who's read the book when they see the cover, they're they're going to get it right away. They're going to know right away. And she took all of that, and it was almost like she reached into my head, took the image out of my head, and put it on the cover. It is absolutely. I am so in love with this cover. It is just incredible. I love the cover on the paperback. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the cover on the paperback, um, but this one. I had envisioned this for the cover. And yeah, so I'm so excited for this to be launching at PCE February 8th, a little over a month. Well, not yeah, just well, yeah. A little over a month. So, I'm so excited. I'm not excited about the prospect of having to fly. That's not really a prospect, it's a necessity. I have to fly. I had looked into renting a car, but the hours are a little um It's a little far from Florida to California to drive. I mean, I could do it, but it is a little far to drive from Florida to California, so I will get my butt on a plane. I mean, if I can get a direct flight, which I'm hoping I can, it's only a five-hour flight. Now, to most of you who have flown and have experience flying, five hours is nothing. You know, whatever. Whatever. Nothing. For somebody who is a very nervous person about getting on something large and metal and having it launched into the sky and expected to stay there, um, you know, a little nervous, a little nervous. So, yeah, a little nervous. I had to measure my suitcase today because I don't, I, I can't say I've never flown. I flew when I was about three or four. And we went from Toronto to Montreal, which is, I think, like a 45-minute, maybe an hour flight. You basically, you go up and you come down. And I don't remember the flight at all. Now, my mom said I was, you know, super cute and wanted to know why there was so much snow outside. And she had to explain to me that that wasn't snow, that was the clouds. And I was having a hard time wrapping my brain around the fact that every time I see clouds, they're above me. And now all of a sudden, they're below me. I don't know. I was super cute as a child. That's, that's all I'm going to say. So, I'm a little unfocused because I've been trying to pack. Now, I have to pack for about three weeks because I'll be in Florida from the 11th of January till the 3rd of February. So, I have to pack for Florida weather for three weeks. And then I'm flying over to California, to Victorville, where the temperature is a whole lot different. So, I have to pack for a week in California. So, now, I had to measure my suitcase, as I said earlier, to make sure that it fit within the dimensions of the airplane company that I'm going to be flying with. Um, and it, it does. It fits. It has an Air Canada emblem on the front, so I would assume that it is airport standards, but I measured it anyway. And I completely forgot my math, when not my, my high school, public school math. I had to Google what a linear what inch was because I could not remember that it was height plus width plus width plus depth. <sighs> Once I read that, I was oh right. So I read out the measuring tape and I measured it and made sure it was within the parameters. Pretty sure it's within the parameters. Um. And now tomorrow, like today, tonight, with my daughter, the help of my daughter, because I have changed, like I have lost a significant amount of weight. um, My wardrobe has opened up. I have so much more available to me now. (laughs) So I'm trying to find things to wear. And like I said, I have to pack for Florida weather. I have to pack for California weather. And then I have to um, have something that I'm not going to freeze my patootie off for a few days that I'm at my sister's in southern Ontario. Um, yeah, there's that. And then uh, that same outfit, basically, I'm going to wear home because I'm coming back to the gold. And uh, so we were going through my clothes and trying to figure out what I was going to pack. And tomorrow I have to weigh my suitcase and then pack my suitcase and then weigh my suitcase again. Because I have to, I found this out too, I have to keep it within the 50 pound, like below 50 pounds because I can't afford to pay $75 for an oversized suitcase and $75 for an overweight suitcase that's $150 this writer doesn't have so now the um, company that I was looking at for tickets I do have to pay for my suitcase to have it checked and I do have to pay for my carry-on I do believe so yeah and I did go through the, the TSA list of all the things that I can and cannot put in my carry-on and that I can and cannot have on my person and what can and cannot go in my suitcase. And aerosols aren't an issue because I don't use them anyway. But uh, yeah, because I don't know the laws regarding taking a vape on a plane or having, like, how much can you take in like, your carry-on. It's always good to have your toiletries, your medication uh, change or two, of clothes and undergarments, toothbrush, toothpaste, shampoo, that kind of stuff in your carry-on and any of your valuables. So I had to look up, you know, well, what size... bottle? Hi! There, he's got his hello. Hello! So, anyway. What size bottles and, and all of that stuff. And I found that the thing, the bathroom toiletry bag and all the little balls that my aunt sent me for Christmas, I can use in my carry-on. Yay! So I have to fill all them up and um, they want your toiletry bag to be easily accessible because it goes through separate. I've never flown, so I had to look at all the rules and regulations and everything that I'm supposed to pay attention to. Um, so yeah, I have to weigh my suitcase tomorrow and then weigh it again. Because some of the stuff that's going in the suitcase will be coming out and going into the carry-on. So I have a couple of pounds. I can I figure it out. So I have to figure it out. But I have a couple of days to do that. So, so that's where my mind is because my room right now is in a total tip and there's piles of clothes everywhere and stuff everywhere. And yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. Oh, right. Housekeeping. Holy. Oh, see, I told you totally unfocused. Okay, so that's the pocket version coming out, and I also want to mention that the title belt for the wrestling match, uh, for the cha- the championship belt, will be ready in fifteen days. Yay! So excited. Uh, still, I I'm trying to see the appeal, and I have watched a few matches, and I, I mean, I've gotten into them. They're really cool. But I'm probably never going to be a die-hard, have-to-watch-every-Monday-and-every-Wednesday wrestling fan. For me, I'm content with the fact that I know that there's wrestling on Mondays. That's Monday Night Raw, that's WWE, and Wednesdays is AEW. I'm quite content with, you know, that is the extent of my knowledge. And I know that they're different. So (laughs) I'm good with that. Anyway, um, January's issue, as I mentioned, um, did I mention it? I mentioned it somewhere. Anyway, January's issue is going to be a bit smaller. So, oh yes, I did mention it because I did say, you know, if I email you, um, just after the 15th and say, you know, we're going to put this in February, don't be offended. It's because this issue is going to be a bit smaller because PCE has now that it's just over a month away um, things are really moving very very quickly. Contracts are being finalized and everything is being finalized and Dave is pretty much, looks like one of those little hamsters on a wheel except the cartoon hamster where our full art, bleh all four legs are doing that spitty thing where they're just a blur. <laughs> that's kind of how I picture him in my head because he's running from the minute he gets up till I think he was working until after midnight last night. And I was talking to him and I, you know, I gave up my sleep. Good night. <laughs> I'm out. So yeah, so January's is going to be a bit smaller, but that's okay because if you're accepted, then you will be in February's. So. Kind of cool. I think so, anyway. So that is it for official. Attention residents. Oh, what it. in the Did world? You know that okay. a comic... Shh. I opened up last week's link on um, the jasonmon.com slash jazo podcast page so that I was prepared with what episode number this was. I just went to close that page and actually hit play instead by accident. So that's what all that kerfuffle in the background that you heard was. So I want to talk to you about something that, um, I actually, I have been following. Um, I don't tend to follow the news. I don't tend to, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I try to avoid anything, um, regarding the news on Facebook and other social media platforms. I don't get involved in political debates. I just don't. Because for me, I can have a tendency to get too involved in a story where it's affecting me emotionally. So I just avoid it because I can't. Well, something that I haven't been able to avoid is the um, fires in... Australia. Because I have friends in Australia. I have people that I know in Australia. So I have been watching that avidly and keeping in touch with my friends because I'm worried. I'm scared. They're on an island, okay? It's not like they can just go three states over and be fine. They're on an island. And if it continues to burn, I know it's... My thought, my thinking is like, if the entire island is on fire, where are you going to go? What if you're not one of the lucky people that can get onto a boat? You're stuck on the beach, where a lot of people are stuck already on the beach. Now, they did have some rain, which I learned a lesson from this. Um, from some things that I had heard and stuff that I had talked to people um, it wasn't a lot of rain. It's not a lot of rain. But it's enough. Not enough to do what it needs to do to put out the fires. It's enough for the firemen. Because they get that that brief moment, that reprieve, that, oh, I can take a breath. And sometimes that's all you need, is that one singular moment in the middle of chaos, in the middle of turmoil, in the middle of everything is moving too fast and you're just running as fast as you can to try and keep up and to try and keep all the balls in the air moving. And sometimes you just need that single split second where you can go and it's enough to bolster you and to to pick you back up and give you that oomph to keep going. And that's what the rain has done for the firemen that are there. It has it has given them that, okay, we can do this. We're going to keep going. We have to. Because sometimes you reach a point where you just, you think, no, that's it. I'm done. I can't. I cannot take any more. I can't bear any more. There's no point. This is too much. And something happens. And then it becomes... Not so much. And you're able to to push through it and you're able to keep going and finish what you need to to finish or reach what you need to reach or accomplish what you need to accomplish. And that's been something that I've been hanging on to all week. I told you last week about the unfortunate tragedy with the um, manuscript that I'm working on. Yeah, still hurts, but because I set a goal for myself, I set a schedule. I am now, in just one week, I am now almost just over halfway caught up to where I was when I lost everything. So, and I've done that in a week. Now, it helped that I remembered most of what I had written and how the arc of the story was going so that I could replace it. Um, I have re- rewritten a lot of things <laughs> and moved stuff around. I went, oh, you know, this would be better over here. So it was kind of a rewrite in the process. But um, yeah, I am pretty much halfway to where I need to be in a week. So I'm just, I'm very proud of that. And it's because I took that breath. The day it happened is that I I mourned it. I dealt with it. I sat back. I took a breath. And the next day I started. And it was just that. I just needed that moment to just go, you know what? (sighs) I just need to breathe. And picked myself back up and went, okay, I have a job to do. Let's go. Let's do it. So that's kind of. I know my problems seem minuscule compared to the devastation that people are facing in Australia, but that was the lesson that I took from that and then was able to apply it to my life, my situation, my, you know, and that's what you do. You take the big lessons like that and then you, Find a way to incorporate it and to apply it to your life in a way that you can relate to it so that it's something you can connect to, if that makes any sense. I hope that makes sense. I really do. And my heart breaks for not just the animals. I mean, I've seen a lot of posts about all of the animals that are dying, and that is heartbreaking. Because none of this is anything that they can, that they understand. They don't understand fire. It's hot. They need to get away. Well, where do they go? And they panic. So yes, my heart breaks for all the animals that have died in the wildfires. But my heart breaks for the human lives lost. And not just physically, but... The homes that have burnt, those are lives lost. Those people were living a life in that house, in that space. And the fire has come through and destroyed it. There's nothing left. So that is a life lost. There are things that can never be replaced. Memories. You always have your memories. But, you know, I I understand that stuff is stuff and it's not as important as people. But when those people are safe and they're out then that stuff becomes a whole lot more important to them because they survived but they've lost things that meant stuff to them that they had built a life with these things so my heart breaks for them for the devastation and i hope that you know the rain helps in some way um i do know that it's supposed to get hotter again Later in the week. So, just. They say thoughts and prayers don't help, but they can't hurt. So, send them along. So, yeah, that's all this, this stuff from the news that I'm going to talk about because. Mm-hmm. I'm saddened by it. And I don't like being sad. But, I just wanted to. You know, I, 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 we do have p- listeners in Australia. Not that I'm expecting them to be listening right now because. You know, I would be pretty much glued to my radio and hosing everything I own down, including myself. Um, or building you know, building a boat and getting off the island. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't live on an island. I have a lot of fears. I do. Well, yeah, I do. I'm actually a very delicate flower. <laughs> so, uh, I think I'm going to keep it short this week. Because I just, I'm having a hard time focusing. And, um, I wanted, I know I have people that do look forward to hearing from me every morning or whatever time during the day that they tend to listen. And, um, I didn't want to leave you guys without, because it's, this is the first podcast of 2020. So how can I not podcast when it's the first podcast of the new year? I mean... What kind of precedent would that set for the year if I missed the very first one? It would just... would not look good. It would just be bad. So I decided I was... Didn't have a whole lot that I wanted to share with you um, this week. But I did want to talk to you. I did want to touch base with you. I did want to connect with you uh, and not leave you with nothing. Well, you wouldn't be left with nothing, but not leave you with me. (laughs) So to speak. So yeah, I am getting very excited for PCE. um, And I'm getting excited for my trip to Florida. Uh, Not thinking about plane trip right now. Not going to stress about that. And I'm still working away on recovering the stuff that I lost. But I know I can do it. I know I can. And I will have the manuscript done in the allotted time. So, I'm not worried about that. I am worried about what I'm going to pack in my suitcase, though, and how I'm going to keep it under 50 pounds. Holy... I don't know. I think tomorrow, when I can focus a bit more, I'm going to have to sit down. See, I'm used to... I kind of pack. I'm, a, I'm just a grab-and-throw kind of packer. I don't really think about what I'm throwing in. I mean, I think about the necessities. You know, make sure I have enough clean underwear. Make sure I have enough socks. I have a pair of pajamas. And I have, like, pants and a shirt of some sort. The rest of it is just kind of throw and go. So I've never actually had to think about packing and then thinking about, okay, well, I can't pack everything. So tomorrow I think I'm going to actually have to sit down and lay out outfits and see where I can mix and match. And what I mean, there's a washing machine and a dryer at the place where my mom and I are staying. So I don't need to bring an outfit for every single day. But um, I do need to bring a variety. You know, I'm not going to wear the same four outfits for a month. <laughs> I mean, I could. And if I mix them up, I can have eight outfits. Depending where I am. Twelve. But anyway. Um, so yeah, I get to do that. And going to Florida is going to be fine because everything's going to be in my big suitcase. Once I get to Florida, it's going to be going from California to, or from Florida to California and then from California home. That's going to be interesting. So, yeah. Packing. Who knew it was so complicated? Then I have to remember that You know, if I forget something, um, it's not like I can just drive home and grab it. Because I'm going to be a whole country away. I have to remember to take all my important papers and make sure I have my passport. Oh, I need to make a list. I really do. I used to make lists all the time. We would take the kids camping when they were little. And I would have lists. And then I would have lists for my lists. There would be a list. The master list. Now, the master list would have... um, On it would be... Our clothes, kids' clothes, kitchen stuff, food stuff, bedding, tent, etc. Stuff like that. Then there would be a list for the our clothes. There would be a list that says our clothes. And then in that list would be warm clothes, cool clothes, swimming clothes, extra clothes, clothes for the fire, clothes for, you know, rain clothes. And then there would be two more separate lists from that list. And it would be Steph's clothes and Phil's clothes. And in that would be a certain number of pairs of underwear, certain number of pairs of socks, pairs of long pants, pairs of track pants, pairs of shorts, pairs of t-shirts, how many pairs of long-sleeve shirts, how many sweaters, shoes boots, coats, stuff like that and that would be all itemized on each list and then I would do the same for the boys and then there would be Andrew's list and William's list and then when Katie came along, Andrew's list, William's list and Katie's list. Katie's list was difficult because when we first started taking her, there were diapers involved baby things and then of course, you know there's the food list and the food list is basically the grocery list and then from the food list is the meal list And the meal list is broken up into how many meals we need and what the meals are. And then there's the menu list, which is this day we're having this and this and this. This day we're having this and this and this. And then the grocery list is brought back out and broken down into, okay, so we are having chicken breast on Thursday. So this is what's on the menu. There's chicken breast, there's baked potato, there's corn on the cob, there's salad. Okay grocery list and then I would li- so yeah I make lists and I have lists for my lists so I need to make a list so tomorrow there will be lists happening of what I need to pack what I need to remember and I tick things off as I pack them because some of the things I'm not going to be able to pack until Tuesday night like my medications I won't be able to pack until um, bedtime Tuesday night and with my toothbrush my toothpaste, Stuff like that are all last minute. My laptop, it's all last minute stuff. So that will be able to... So I need lists. Lists. Oh, and I see something now that needs to go on my list. I need to pack my hats. Because I need my hats. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure at some point in time in the next month and a half, I'm going to have a bad hair day. And I'm going to need a hat. Or I'm going to have a headache. And I'm going to need a hat and sunglasses. Alright, I need to go because I'm starting to make lists on here. And I'm going to have to replay this and find out what my lists are. <laughs> Sorry if I talked your ear off and sorry if it didn't make any sense, but sometimes I'm just like that. So for this week, don't forget to check us out on www.theworldofmyth.com. You can find us on Facebook at the world of myth magazine, or you can find the podcast at the world of myth bits podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at the world of myth bits podcast. And you can find the magazine at the World of Myth Magazine. And you can find little old me on Twitter at Lupa, L-U-P-A, B, capital B, as in, you know, Bob. You can find me on Facebook at Author Stephanie Barty. And you can find me on Instagram at Stephanie Barty Author. So until next week, where I will be broadcasting probably... Okay, I'm not going to promise that there is going to be a podcast next week. I will record it. I may not be able to send it until we actually get to Florida because I don't have a great data plan on my phone. And if the hotel that we stop in at Saturday night doesn't have Wi-Fi, then I won't be able to send the podcast. I will be in the United States as of next week. So, Sunday will be coming to you from somewhere between here and Florida. Might even be in Florida. We're hoping. It's only a 19-hour drive, and there's two of us. So, we're hoping. Okay, until next week, have a good one, and I will chat with you all later. See ya! The world of myth, bits.